All right, great to be with you today for our daily devotional. Hey, I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Uh, we are in the Old Testament in a book called Nehemiah. So if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to the Old Testament and uh, turn to the book of Nehemiah. Uh, it comes right after Ezra. It is before uh, Job and Psalms. And so, find Psalms, hang a left, and eventually you'll find Nehemiah. We're gonna start in chapter one. Really good to be with you today. Thanks for uh, taking this minute to be in God's word together. I'm gonna pray for us and uh, we'll jump right in. Father, thank you, God, for your word and all that we learn from Nehemiah's life. Uh, God, 2,400 years later, this book still speaks loud and clear. And so we pray today through your spirit that you would have our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hopefully you're there with me today. We're going to start in verse 4, uh, and I'll, you know, explain a little bit to you about what's going on. Uh, the Bible says, So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Um, we just kind of parachuted into a pretty complicated story, uh, but I'm going to give you the short version today, okay? Nehemiah, uh, he is living in uh, the area of Shushan, which is um, around modern-day Iraq. Uh, this is some years after Israel had been exiled to Babylon. If you're not familiar with this uh, this part of the story. Let me explain to you a little bit. Remember, God had given Abraham a promise. Uh, he promised that a nation would come from him and that that nation would be given a physical piece of property. Uh, that piece of property is what we know today as Israel. And so, you know, the story goes that the tribes, um, the sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the tribes inhabited the land. They've got their uh, provision in their particular geographic uh, area. And so it was that way for, for centuries. Um, but there was a lot of disobedience, a lot of turning away from God, um, a failure to follow the Mosaic law that had been set forth and giving the land an opportunity to rest uh, every seven years. And so because of this disobedience, God warned the uh, southern kingdom of Judah that they were going to be taken into exile if they didn't change their ways. And then, then it got to the point where it was just a settled fact, no matter what happens, you're going into exile. They went into exile uh, and uh, 603 BC was the first wave of attacks from Babylon against Israel, um, that kingdom being led by a guy named Nebuchadnezzar. And then finally in 586, it was the last attack against Jerusalem and all of um, the vast majority of those dwelling in that part of Israel were taken to Babylon, exiled there for 70 years. And then after 70 years, uh, some came back to rebuild the temple and um, that project took a long time and it wasn't ever really fully complete it wasn't fully completed. And uh, so just around 140 years after that uh, exile of the children of Israel to Babylon, we find uh, this guy named Nehemiah. He is in the court of Artaxerxes, who is the, the ruler of Persia at the time. And he gets this word. Some Jews come back, he's a Jewish guy, some Jews come back and say, man, it's just not good. You know, it's the walls of the city are torn down. Remember, Jerusalem was a walled city with gates and that's how they protected themselves from, from people that wanted to destroy the city. Well, the walls were torn down, the gates were burned. It was just a super bad report. And Nehemiah is hearing all of this. He's at a, you know, he has a, a very influential 
uh, position. He's very close to the king. Uh, and so, you know, he's kind of maybe in kind of a cushy lifestyle, but his heart is so wounded and broken um, that what the Bible says is he just breaks down weeping and praying and fasting. You know, I don't know about you, but um, when someone says to me that they have bad news and good news, they say, which one do you want first? And I always say the bad news, like just drop the bomb on me. And uh, you know, we're, the fact is in this life, we're gonna get a lot of bad news. There's gonna be things that we hear that really do grieve us and upset us. And, and how do we respond? You know, when, when the difficult news comes, how do you respond? And in this particular situation, you know, we're gonna talk a lot about Nehemiah and how he responded to the situation and all that God did and how he led people. And God just fully took this very, very challenging situation and he glorified himself through it. But it all started with this guy having a heart. You know, I, I think Nehemiah might have been in a place where he could have said, you know what, sucks for them, right? I mean, too bad, too bad for those those guys and gals in Jerusalem, and I'm sorry to hear that, and I'm a little bummed, but, you know, I got, a, I got king's business I need to attend to, and that wasn't the case, you know? The case was he, like, bore this personally on his heart. He had deep compassion. He understood what the Word of God was for the nation of Israel and how it was not being fulfilled in this moment. And this great work that God does through Nehemiah starts with a heart that was willing to be moved. I want to just ask us today, you know, I think we hear a lot of bad news a lot of times and we can become really desensitized to it. Do we have a heart that's moved with compassion? You know, I mean, when we think about the way God perceives all of the issues in our culture today and in the world today, we think about the compassion that he's moved with. Does our heart resemble that that heart of compassion that God has? Or, or are we just so desensitized, we've become so numbed to the new normal that it just doesn't really impact us anymore to the extent where it's like, man, we can be Christians living in you know, a very turbulent and um, complicated and hurting culture and we ourselves can be unmoved by it. I never wanna be in that place. If you really wanna see God, use your life for great things. It starts with bearing his heart of compassion for people who are in need. Wanna just really encourage you today uh, to open yourself up to that. You know, it may seem like kind of a scary thing, but, but ask God to give you that heart of compassion that, that he has for, for the people that he has placed in your world. And then to begin to bear that on your heart in a way where it's like, man, you know, there may be times where you're weeping over the pain that other people are going through. There may be times where you're really praying and fasting that circumstances would change. Um, but it, it really does begin with us availing ourselves to the Lord. If the church is going to be of any impact in the culture today, we have to have a heart that cares. God bless you. I pray that um, you live this out today as God leads you.